Today, I wanted to uh, record um, a video on triggers uh, because it is an important subject and all fire creation beings have to deal with a lot of triggers in their everyday reality that are reaching them through different avenues. Um, some are unexpected and some are more predictable, I would say. So a trigger is described as an external or internal stimulus that kind of is breaching our integrity. And we can generally identify it somewhere in the body when we are being feeling triggered. Um, not every trigger is going to have a different signature and a different location and a different sensation. So it's all the time changing or it's, it's like you can really map it out uh, to kind of trace what's going on with you. Um, a trigger is also a frequency act into your codes. Um, it's also a frequency trauma hijack from the matrix. Um, you know, this, the matrix systems really like to, and its architect really likes to uh, trigger fire creation beings into trauma loops, also playing on unhealed wounds or wounds that we have come um, with into this reality. So, um, you know how this matrix control system and its architect really like to be triggering fire creation beings into trauma loops over and over and over again. Uh, it's like, because it's a, it's a suffering game, right? Um, the system really likes to trigger that suffering um, and it's multi-layered into many different areas in our lives, right? Even in, fruitful and good relationship you you good relationships you often find layers of suffering um because of course this reality is heavily programmed and we are programmed conscious beings um having to deal with all that installed programming so it's pretty complex what's going on for us daily and all the hidden and underground aspects. So trigger, a trigger is really a frequency. It can be anything. Um, and this is a little bit different from what a lot of the mind control scene is kind of teaching where, you know, you go over all these um, kind of specific triggers and then you can kind of trace it in your everyday life. You can do that. Certainly it's very useful. You find a lot of triggers on social media. Um, you know, it helps to identify some signatures you associate with, but anything can really be a trigger. And it's more of a frequency and an effect that is as on your mind than a specific thing. It, it really can be anything. It's the way it's going to be said uh, and the impression you're going to feel when it's kind of reaching your field. Now, the system also wants to push your limits due to stress, you know, when you have a lot on your plate uh, in a day um, and, you know, you, you get a little bit of resistance additionally um, and it's meant for you to arrive at this moment where you will break down and lash on to, you know, to others. Uh, who already also have much on their place as well, especially if they are fire creation beings. 
Um, so this system is always pushing you in a role that is designed for you and that is generally a darker role than the one you want to have and design for yourself. Now, you know, you, you can be all the time interrupted or constantly triggered by subtle invasion of your boundaries. You also have a lot of systematic triggers where, you know, every time you interact with this person, there is triggering. It's not like a one-time thing. You have the huge body triggers where your whole body gets into a really trigger state and it's really hard to navigate. And each of us has, has uh, or specific kind of uh, methods of reaction when this is happening. Some of us, we want to block and not speak to that person ever again, uh, at least for a moment. Some will be more aggressive and fighting types. So you, you also have to know yourself. Of course, a lot of triggers here are targeting, targeting our self-esteem. Uh, you know, a lot is being done to trigger this a kind of sense of failure or your wound of non-recognition. Uh, you can also be triggered by silence, by being not saying things, by being not reacting, by interpreting their silence as a rejection or um, a point of view or, you know, um, whereas, you know, sometimes the absence of someone means they are dealing with their own demons or their, their own difficulties. And this is their way of retreat, right? But the way you interpret it is going to be really key here. So when you don't receive any type of attention or only negative type of attention, you can also be triggered into your programming, into that wounding of non-recognition, you know, and, and you have to be able to trace it. Because succeeding here beyond the laws of the matrix is really uh, something you have to design for yourself and that you won't find a lot in the public scene, right? You have to self-recognize it and see the greatness in what you are doing. And you have to be your own cheerleader and the one believing in it, you know, first and foremost. Now, your survival programming is going to be, can be triggered, you know, uh, we have seen many layers of that in 2020, 2021, 2022. Um, and it, you know, it can be also triggered when the colder season is kind of settling in. Uh, you know, because it's a, it's a season that can trigger a lot of ancestral survival programming, survival fears. Uh, of course, there are many agendas out there that are there on the scene to trigger maximum fear out of you and out of me, out of us, um, to have us in these hormonal triggered states, uh, you know, uh, endocrineal as well. And it's gonna be spe uh, especially active if you follow the cabal channels. And you, you know, there are so many cabal channels that are interesting and sharing some truth. Sometimes they are even led by real spirited beings, uh, but they will often promote this doom and gloom vision. That is only one vision and one timeline um, or several timelines across so many other possibilities. And you can feel the grip it has on your consciousness. A lot of these cabal channels are also speaking about food shortages and really 
still sticking to a react a reaction from the main narratives that are currently being unfolded. So this is something to pay attention and to resist, also resist um, the the fact that these beings can be interesting beings, you know, um, they can be fascinating to watch or to listen to, but there is a price to pay um, with your consciousness. And of course, you are not busy connecting with higher frequencies or your own. Oftentimes, it's your own. Um, important triggers uh, on the path uh, are, you know, you can be triggered in your savior complex. This is a big, big trigger. It's kind of the equivalent of the justice warrior uh, archetype, right? And you get a high from being triggered in that. So that's kind of a nice uh, trigger, but it's it's just as deceitful as the other trigger. And it's meant for huge derailing. And of course, there is a dopamine and, um, you know, it's very uh, drug-like, a drug-type kind of, kind of trigger. And if you... If you've experienced it in the past, you know, you know very well how it feels. And if you have experienced it once and identify it, then you can also recognize it playing in your life and, you know, not going full power for the derailment program and uh, recognizing and deactivating it on time. On the contrary, you have like, you can be triggered in your shame and guilt. That's the like, a very uncomfortable trigger. It's a low frequency trigger. Uh, it doesn't run on the same dopamine circuits. Like it's 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 it it's plugs more to the depression and these kind of things. Something that is causing a lot of triggering here um, is, of course, you know, relationships and especially engineered relationships. Well, a lot of relationships are engineered, so. Um, it's a great percentage of, of our relationships in general. Now, relating with the spirited beings who is walking a dark life is going to be generally more triggering than a relationship with a shallow backdrop that, yes, can be very triggering if you believe they are real, can be very frustrating, and you, you, know, you want to pull your hair out of your scalp. <laughs> but with a real fire creation being, uh, walking the dark side uh, is um, this relationship can really be highly highly triggering some of these beings are really skilled at making you feel addicted to them um, you know and you cannot really explain why you have this strong attachment to them they make very great handlers they are great at hooking into your field they usually use love bombing seduction, sex kitten programming. And when you are around a handler who is triggering you to the extreme, you are becoming the worst version of yourself. Um, you are led to overreacting and then it leads you to guilt. Uh, and it can even trigger your dark altars uh, that are being going that are going to be called to the forefront uh, because you cannot, you can just not bear the emotional pain of what's happening. So they kind of, that's when, you know, you kind of checking out and the altars are kind of stepping in as a resource, you know. 
So this kind of relationship, what it does to you is really slowly annihilating you. Uh, and your handlers are often triggered by you as well. You know, they especially when you don't comply as they would want you to. And when you reaffirm your boundaries, uh, they can be extremely triggered and they can also be revengeful sometimes, um, some of them. Now, boundary setting is not a rejection. It is about choosing what you accept in your field and what you are not. And many handlers are there to discourage your boundary settings, um, playing on your guilt or I'm not a good person programming. Uh, then you will end up kind of second guessing yourself. You have handlers who are consciously triggering you or semi-consciously triggering you. You are you have the ones who, you know, in this life they're not never gonna make any efforts to look at any of their shadows, right? So it's like a little bit of a dead end in the relationship you can have with them. You you know what you can have with them. You know it's gonna be triggering because they are projecting a lot, they are plugged to a lot of matrix frequencies. Then on the scene, you have a lot of beings who are programmed to trigger different things while they generate debate and they are meant to polarize our reactions, right? Uh, you have a lot of polarization also through the entertainment industry and in politics or these kind of things, right? Sport, uh, of course, you know, you kind of, emotionally live something um, and it's real because you are experiencing it generally you know on your path you will have handlers that are sent to you to trigger your monarch programming to come back to the surface like you know it was dormant but um, the architects are, are you know you might be a little bit of a threat with the direction you are going so the architects are gonna instruct the, the matrix computer systems for certain encounters to happen. And by monarch programming, I mean, it can be your sec beta sex kitten programming. Uh, it can be your self-destruction programming. Um, you know, it's really gonna push you into the darkest corner of your personality disorder and lead you to the most devious behaviors you can adopt, right? And it's a, it's a slow derailment program. I mean, it can be fast, but it's kind of progressive. Um, and around endless, you are easily accessed and you are easily upset. Now, I have a full module um, of three hours available on uh, beta six kitten programming. Um, and I have a full module also on endless and endling signatures. So these models are really great at studying in depth that signatures with like so many different images and examples. Um, and also how you how it's directly like correlating and applying to your life. These modules I go over many different aspects um, and it's quite a comprehensive um, you know, module about um about the topic and the subject, and I will put, um, you know, the details of it in the description box. With all these handlers around you, um, it can be subtle to notice all the programming that is being triggered, uh, but generally they kind of bring you into 3D, into worry, 
you cannot be around them if you are not in your altars. These are the words, like sometimes it's in your family, so it's really hard because every time you see them, you have to compromise because you know you're going to be in altars and that's like the most unbearable pain for you because you're not running in your altars anymore as you were doing in the past when you had to grow in that family and you were constantly in your people-pleasing altars, right? So it's really one other way of torture that they have here uh, for us um, in this realm. I mean, this is a red flag when you know you 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 cannot be your core self and you have to be in outer to be in relationship with anyone here. You feel you might feel like you you really being cornered, uh, and we have to really protect from that happening. When you're repetitively being triggered for a long time by somebody where it's really hard to make a clear cut again family members come in mind you might become passive aggressive somehow you kind of would wish that they would go away and you don't really have the strength to to cut this tie for good uh, so it's kind of a defense mechanism about it's about making um someone feels unwelcome but not really saying it directly and we can, with, with the attempts at that, you can generally feel that it's not the answer. It's not satisfactory. You don't like to be in that state. Uh, it's a reactive state. So it's one of the matrix um, way to corner you also into programming. And that comes also from being afraid of the next trigger that uh, is going to come, you know, um, and that's also a trap because it's a fear trap, right? You're already afraid of the next trigger. You're already kind of mapping the moment and how it's going to be. And of course, the more you focus on that, the more it's it's manifesting also in your reality. Now you have main uh, and big triggers. Uh, you know, you can really feel them clearly straight ahead in your field. Uh, that's sometimes these, these are the ones where you will explode if you don't have a lot of self-mastery or they can really take you by surprise. Sometimes it's an accumulation, you know, you receive a lot of triggers and this last one is like the one that really like, you know, your, you, your, cup, was, your cup was full and that's too much for one day. You also have a lot of more subtle triggers. Um, they are less invasive, less aggressive. Um, actually, a lot of these subtle or not so subtle triggers are led by backdrops, you know, non-spirited characters uh, or artificial intelligence, right? Um, of course, the, the behaviors of backdrops are, are really going to be there to trigger you in many ways including towards embarrassment or frustration. Uh, and then you have AI triggering you every day, you know, by what it is going to choose that appears on top of your timeline on any social platform, in which order you see things, something that you, 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 you will never find if you don't pay attention to detail and kind of really have an eye for um, really subtle things on the internet. So 
you know, we can also, you know, it's something to be aware of um, and know where it comes from and not to be a fool about the intention of that AI towards us and that there is a purpose, you know, it's, um, it's an AI that is programmed to the desires of the matrix architect. So of course, they're not going to play in our favor. Now we can work with artificial intelligence that is uh, either neutral or kind of more positively programmed as well. Now we are often triggered to sign for certain types of experiences. Um, you know, your you know your alters can be triggered and kind of lead you to your next handler or to a, an environment that is not really great for you, where you will be heavily harvested. Um, now you also have, you know, dream seeding triggers or consciousness triggers where, you know, you will wake up and you really have this strong idea in your mind. You know, you have one name in your mind and you, you know, you feel a push to research that person. Um, you know, that's something to pay attention to uh, because it's like a, an artificial push in your consciousness, not coming from, from your core self. And it is, of course, designed as a distraction, as a derailment, because, you know, these beings are generally handlers. And when you spend time with their material, you're not you know, you're not really spending much uh, time with a material that is going to really elevate you. It's a little bit of a distraction. Now, you also have division programming that can lead to a lot of resentment, jealousy, rage, rejection. You know, division programming is when the matrix really use your own programming to cause division for you not to get closer to someone else or to you know, uh, sabotage uh, collaborations and things like that. Sometimes some beings will be triggered by you into envy and jealousy. You know, it's often because they think you have something they are not able to experience in their reality right now. Uh, sometimes they're right, but sometimes they're wrong and they are projecting and you don't have that thing that they think they are missing in their reality. Um and you will feel that in the field between you and them, that they are not really friendly. And it can also then trigger you to be resentful towards them or to enter the game of jealousy. And we know that emotions are a point of access and that they are easily triggered in our lives um, for us to be derailed and for us to... Um, fall into ego traps led by our, our 3D emotions. Now you also have some triggering sometimes happening with your friends and people you you love and you you know you um, you consider even allies um, when they are in fear. They can mean well, you know, and still trigger you because they are panicking or they don't really know how to react or they have this fear really active in their field. Uh, so that's also something, something to pay attention to and another form of trigger. So one of the danger with triggers 
is the triggering of alters and subpersonalities. I touched briefly on, on that earlier. Another danger is to go on automatic role and follow the chain reaction, you know, that lead you to reactive programming and all of this is really predictable. Another danger is not to see the nuances when you are being triggered, you know, because when we are being triggered, we distort as a mean of protection as well. Now, shattered beings, especially if they are fire creations, beings can be very triggering because they are at different levels in the game. Uh, their discernment usually sucks and they are choosing pain instead of love or real friendship or things that are genuine. And it can be really frustrating to deal with. They are well involved with their sabotage programming. They find the best logic to explain why they cannot come or these kind of things. And it's usually because they are being themselves convinced by their alters not to come to you. Of course, their alters don't want to be deprogrammed or you know have less say in their life right so the altar is like a life in itself so if you don't pay attention it can trigger your self-esteem if you're not clear about who they are and who you are and the difference of level between you now when you are being triggered you can choose to numb um with food, of course, um, that's one of the way to cope with trauma here in this realm. Now, meat is also very triggering for the avatar body. It is, of course, a stimulant as well, but it's also full of hormones and, you know, lots of imprints in meat um, and very linked to the reptilian consciousness, right? But that's another kind of trigger when you interact with meat. Now, there is also... Um, there is even triggering in our dream spaces. Um, there is dream seeding. Uh, you know, they try to seed rivalry when it's not where it's not there. So it's a falsely engineered thing. Um, especially when you have associations that are not to the taste of the architects. Now you can protect yourself from some of these unnecessary triggers especially online, you know, you cannot read an email, you can delete them, you can choose not to answer if it triggers programming, and you don't know by which end you're gonna like take this avenue, you can just walk away from it and, um, you know, not engage anymore. You can unsubscribe, especially from the channel, you including a lot of MK Ultra triggers, or beta sex kitten triggers, you can hide many things from your view online. You can block. Now, in the real daytime life, it's different. Um, you know, you cannot, as you do when you are online. So some of these things are harder to apply in our daytime reality, right? Especially, you know, not reacting, staying silent. When you have like a family member pressing energetically your field, it's not so easy. I would not say. And as you gain more stability, you know, you can heal way deeper than when you are, were constantly brought into painful drama by your handlers or constant triggering. Um, when you finally have space around you, you can observe and keep on observing when you are getting triggered and why and calm down. 
um, because now you have the space to think and break through programming. Being triggered in derailment is being triggered away from our true self. All of these triggers are generally to derail us very strongly from our true and core self and our work of integration and remembrance. Basically, a trigger is also a distraction uh, and a distraction by suffering because it's a game of suffering, right? So what I apply in my life and what I kind of encourage in others I care about is to keep on choosing the ones with whom uh, you can be your true self, the ones that are encouraging your core self, not your alters, and to keep on reducing the time spent with the one encouraging your alters. Um, you know, you can recognize these allies um, as you are having conversations, you know, that are each time an exploration. Uh, they are genuine, they are uplifting, they carry a certain frequency that you recognize. They are warm, uh, heartwarming, um, and the signature will tell you uh, what you are really dealing with.